Welcome to Gear Talk. I'm Chip. And I'm Chris. This is Annie. And I'm Brooke. And we're back. Back. Better than ever. Yeah. And in this bonus episode, we're going to be talking about gear considerations for Odyssey Swim Runs Orcas Island that's coming up (gasps) real quick. quick. And I must confession, I am, this might come as a surprise to some of our listeners, but I'm super stoked. Super stoked. Are you speaking for me in this as well? I think so, yeah. Okay, I believe you may. Because I've been wanting to do this race for three years. It's finally happening. I feel like I'm going to Disney. I know it's going to be super hard and stuff, and I'm going to probably hate it during. <laughs> but despite that, I am very excited for this race. And for the first time, we get to meet the Swarm Labs IRL in real life, as the kids are saying. Yeah, as a days. team. Yeah, as a team. We met, uh, we met Annie and, and Annie race there. together. Oh, my Heck gosh. Yeah. There's so much excitement. Oh, man. I'm just going to go out there and say that I am super stoked, too. Do I speak for you? You can totally speak for me. Yeah. Chris, what did you you tell your daughter super stoked was again? Well, I was was trying to transition to saying amped more. Amped, yeah. Like, oh, I'm super amped. (laughs) But I guess I don't drink enough, like, monster energy or something. Well, I am amped for this race. Sweet. So... After we did this episode for Casco Bay, we got a lot of great feedback on how helpful it was, yeah. kind of solve, solve some people's questions. We have Annie and Brooke from the Swarm Labs, as usual, and they are... They've done the race. Residents. They're residents. Of yeah. Washington State, and then more specifically, they've done the race multiple times, as Chris mentioned, so we're excited to pick their brain and personally to help me decide what I'm going to wear. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear what your questions are because you're probably going to help me realize the things I haven't thought about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Totally. Okay. Well, we're Just happy to Because we don't help. think about them as Pacific Northwesterners. We're happy to use our ignorance to, to your... <laughs> to guide. To guide you. <laughs> to guide um, our intelligence. That, does Game anybody, on. Does anybody have any gear updates? Ooh, ooh, Chipper? Ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh, ooh, <laughs> Chipper? Does have... it rhyme with pig? It does. So yeah. Chris and I went out for a swim run practice... Um, on Saturday, like our, our normal swim run Saturdays. And I found the box where the VIG was hiding. I took the tags off and I put it in my bag ready to go. And I wore it on uh, Saturday. But I thought, you know what? If I'm going to wear the VIG and do this whole thing. Do the full Chris Douglas experience. I need to go the full Chris Douglas. Oh, so I went Sunday yeah. style on it. Yeah. So, and, <laughs> and no arm warmers, just the the vig minimalist, and the the clothes I came into this world on. And I got to say, I was I was pretty impressed. I see why Chris loves it so much. I I as soon as I got in the water the first time with it, I was like, okay, what if this worked for uh, for uh, Casco Bay? It would have been really I, on the run. The vig is like. The best. Yeah, yeah un, unmatched. So if you are a person who feels like you're running really hot on the run and you can deal with cold water or cold a little bit better, this might be the, the perfect suit for you. For example, I usually have to do runs with any, the Corp, Orno X, Synergy suit, whatever. Anytime we get out of the water, I'm immediately unzipping because I have to get heat out that quick. With the, with the VIG, I didn't even have to zip down. I just was running all over, took my cap off, or I didn't even take my cap off. I just would unzip, <laughs> put my paddles in, and go run along. The mental was, image of you running all over is awesome. Are you following a trail? Or, or just like, curly like cues? Running in running through San Francisco with all this stuff going Now, on. I have a question, Chipper. Yes. Do you think, you know, your Casco statement, do you think your perspective would have been different if you would have done what i did which was essentially wear the vig for a couple months in yes. cold water i think if i would have i acclimate myself a little bit to to that um probably would have been would have been helpful the water was admittedly quote-unquote warm for what we're used used to get in aquatic park i would probably say it was in the low 60s yeah, maybe 63 yeah it was 64. pretty nice um even with no sleeves and i usually wear arm sleeves so I was feeling plenty fine in that. Um, but yeah, I definitely would be training in it more to get used to cold water. 
So is it is it your suit of choice now? I don't know. I Chris and I we made an impulse purchase. <laughs> we both ordered the Arc Uto. Oh my so, gosh, you guys. I know. <laughs> because problem. one we, we You can't should have like ourselves. a punch card or something. <laughs> Really should buy ten buy ten wetsuits. Like get we're getting a free <laughs> yeah. Swedish sandwich. You should be yeah. on your free one just about one now. One free fika from Art Team. I think our free one was the Orno X. We got your um, free one too. So we has it arrived? It nope. has not arrived. So oh my gosh, we're I'm hedging that it will get here before Orcas, and I am leaning that that might be the suit because the running. Again, I thought the Orno has the running plus and the, well, the Vig has the plus plus. Don't get ahead of yourself because we're going to have this whole conversation okay, in a little bit. I was just saying, I, foreshadowing I didn't sure. think the plus plus was going to be that. Pl- I didn't think it was worthy of the second plus. Yeah. It turns out it is. Hmm. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Anyway. I mean, you know, this is anything I haven't been saying. I for- know. Chris <laughs> has been saying this, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to be... <laughs> Vigging it up too much here. Okay. So the drinking, if you're following along on the shots, it might be <laughs> limited from my... Anyway, that was my... Good for Tuesday night. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Inspired by Annie's uh, Torrent 2, I wore my Torrent 2s on the swim run as well. And they were a little... Uh, I was, you know, I guess I was kind of feeling what you were saying, Annie, because they were a little squishy getting out and they just were a little bit... Uh, Soggy. Yeah, as your I partner, guess. I could hear it. It was like the quick, quick, quick. Oh dear. Mm. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, because I thought, well, or anyway, I don't want to get ahead of myself with uh, my thought process for my gear consideration. Annie, did you drill the holes in yours? Not yet. Are you planning on it? Uh, I feel so unconvinced at the precision <laughs> of their fit that I almost don't even want to waste my my drilling mm. minutes. But yeah. I yeah. probably should. Yeah. I will at some point. It's not high on the urgency list. Yeah. Makes sense. I have a gear update. Let's hear it. It rhymes with free fallen. What? Free ball? <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You you rhymed free with free? <laughs> yeah, I was mainly going oh, to the second Brooke. word. <laughs> Knee, um, knee fallen is what she meant to say. <laughs> knee fallen. I I was inspired by Annie's inspiration by Chris's <laughs> Sunday running that I also tried it in the in the court. Wait, no, my Orno. I tried it in the court. No, I did try it in the court. <laughs> <laughs> in the flesh and in the court. And um, loved it. Like, yeah, no issues. It was great. No issues. Plan on in the last the two in the last two weeks, everyone on Gear Talk except for Chris has tried the thing that rhymes with free fallen, and we are <laughs> all into it. Yeah, that's epic. Yeah, I feel like I need to start like a. I don't know why it took us so long. A new straw club is going to come pop up. I hey. just, I just want to tell our listeners that the race is on Sunday, so that's true. You have a choice to make. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I'll think about that now. Um, do we have any untethered thoughts, Chipper? <laughs> I thought Brooke was taking this one. I was the fallback. Oh, you're the fallback. Yeah. You're the fallback. Okay. Oh, you're the fallback. If this <laughs> this one's total shit, if it gets okay. super un- too untethered, <laughs> it could be total shit. I don't know. So, um, I mean, my untethered thought, and and I and I'm taking untethered thoughts as like I haven't quite figured this out yet. Is that right? Yeah, aha Definitely. moment. Mm. Yeah, a little aha moment. Okay. So my husband, Rob, and my race partner, Annie, um, swim with earplugs. And I do not. And I never Mm. have. And I never wanted to. And I just deal with the sloshing. Kind of don't mind it. Let my my ears fill up with water on the first swim. And then I'm just like a little bit, everything's muted from then on out. And it's totally fine by me. And um, we were in San Diego this past week doing some ocean swims. And I was noticing, I was starting to get a little bit of an earache and you can get this thing called autosclerosis where you get like bony formations in your ear because of too much cold water in the ear. Yeah, and I was surfer's like, ear. 
yes. Oh. I was like, oh, shit, maybe I have autosclerosis or surfer's ear. And I started freaking out. And so I borrowed my husband's earplugs. And it was kind of a game changer. It was amazing. Like, I love I like, how everyone's coming around to my position. <laughs> like, we're just all slowly evolving to Chris. <laughs> it's like, I'm always right when people don't listen to me. Basically. Yeah. Um, anyways. So it's a game changer for swimming, for sure. What I, what my untethered part of this thought is, not sure if I want to introduce it in swim run yet because it's just another element to worry about in transition. Well, can I, uh, can, can I, can I actually tether your thought? Oh, I'm going to oh, take your untethered thought. I, I hear you, Chris. I think I know what you're about to do, and it's because genius. I had the same problem, and I spent all this time doing R and D. And finally settled on a pair of earplugs that block out water but don't block out sound. So I essentially put them on at the beginning of the race and leave them in until the last run to the finish line. Where and they don't. And they Zero don't. Zero problems. Um, ache. So my thing with earplugs, I have like maybe abnormally small ears, like and small feet. I don't know. There's parts of my body that are <laughs> abnormally small to the rest of my body, uh-huh. and. So I can't sleep with earplugs in because they my ears really ache by the morning time. Yeah, like so big is so you get the, that effect. Well, no, because the 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 good ones and the one I would always recommend is called Surf Ears. Mm. It costs like fifty bucks. You mm-hmm. can get them on Amazon, but it has all interchangeable parts, so you can change the thickness of the piece that goes into your ear, like a good pair of headphones. Um, kind and of. the same thing, there's like an outer little arm to keep them placed so they don't like fall out or whatever. They also have a, a lanyard. So you basically put them around your neck. So it's impossible. So it's double, good because you don't want to lose like yeah, $50 worth of earplugs. Yeah, um, but yeah, they're, they're pretty comfortable to wear. Takes some getting used to like anything. But for me, um, because I have to swim with earplugs. Yeah. The, the thought of taking them out, putting back in, I, I do that in practice and ostensibly I would always lose one, you know, at some point. Right. Yeah. Um, and messy. chipper not being able or me not being able to hear chipper, which, you know, I feel like I hear them enough, so it's fine. <laughs> Could be seen as a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, but in swim run, we got to make decisions. We have to be able to communicate. And, and if he isn't, like, right next to me, you know, then I, then I can't hear him. So, so the surf ears, uh, earplugs solve that problem for me, like, 100%. Link in the Do show you notes. think they will deliver in a week and a half? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. I will just chime in that... Another way to tether your untethered thought would simply be to tether your earplugs like I do. I don't have fancy ones. I have like $2.95 like yeah, I know, I know Christmas you, tree shape. the same as um, Rob's. Yeah. yeah, those are the ones that I tried. But you always have to, you have to take them in and out. Yeah, that, but that I have them on, concern. I have them on the lanyard, which is on my goggles. And so. It's less about like oh, losing them. Oh. It's more like an extra step in transition. Like I I'll like tell you when I do it. Transitions. I do it way before because it's, Mm. it's a, it's like you can run with earplugs in very easily. So when I know a transition's coming up, I like zip up my wetsuit and put my earplugs in so that. So you're saying like all those like intense conversations we've had during races where I'm like. Right before we get in the water. (laughs) Yeah. Right before we get in the water. You just haven't heard those thoughts of mine. No, I think I have. Well, I guess maybe I haven't. Oh, Oh gosh, Brooke. Well, so we we'll have to catch up. Thoughts. You just have to do all the races again. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. that would explain why I'm always yelling at you <laughs> in the last <laughs> minute before a transition. <laughs> what? That is yeah. funny. Um, yeah. So, so for me, it's like the idea of not taking them in and out is, I don't know. I just like having to do as little as possible for transitions. That's, yeah, that's yeah. how. It's probably am one too. of the reasons why I love the vig because you don't have to cap down necessarily. You don't have to do anything. You can just Go. You know, you can just leave it and be fine. Um, that's definitely one of the things that I like about it. Um, but yeah, I think if if water in your ears is a problem for you or getting disoriented, like I'm actually trying to, I was suggesting, we can talk about it later, but whether chippers should wear earplugs just for that first swim in Cascade Bay because it's going to be so freaking cold. cold. Um, and then just, you know, discard them and go back to his normal self. Because I know when I've swam in cold water, like shockingly cold water without earplugs, like I get super disoriented. Yeah. Um, mm. And I don't like that. Your vestibular nerve. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's a good untethered thought. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad that was appropriate. We don't have to do chips back up. Oh, man. No. And now I kind of <laughs> want some surfiers. Dang it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do I mean, I, together. I really like them. I really like them. So. I mean, they look cool. And I haven't lost them. I've had them for almost a year. So if that's any yeah. indicate, you know, at least I thought I would have totally lost them by now. Yeah, I mean, earplugs seem like they're just yeah. vanishing. Like What's your unheathered sunglasses. butt, Chipper? Well, mine was quick. I... uh we had Brad Stolberg on uh, a couple episodes ago or last episode or two episodes ago, whatever it was now. Um, but we got a lot of good feedback about that and everything. And I've been um, thinking and I, I use Peloton a lot. And these coaches, you know, they come off a little rah-rah at first and then, okay, and you, and you use the same ones over and over. And then I started, you, know, you actually start listening to them because they do know what they're talking about for a lot of it. And they, one of them said something that I thought was just, great that I think we all sort of take for granted is that practice is for making mistakes, which I, I personally, I always try to, I have like a perfection situation. So I try to always do, try to get to close to perfect as I can. And sometimes even in practice, I get really frustrated when it doesn't turn out to be how I wanted. And then they reminded me on, on treadmill and they're like, practice is for making all your mistakes. And I was like, you know what? What a great little thought to pass along in the untethered thought section. That's not an untethered thought. That's like a deep thought by Chipper yeah. Nicodemus. Oh, that's a that's a new segment. Yeah. Deep thoughts? I think deep we're thoughts. calling it Chipper's Chipper's Corner. Wow. <laughs> Chipper chimes in. Chipper's Chipper chimes in. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. see a t-shirt there. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tied-eyed. All right. Uh, that's my thought. Let's that's talk great. about that's Orcas Island. In. Let's, Let's talk it. about Orcas Let's Island. So we're obviously super lucky to have you two because you've done the race. You're from Washington. You Annie, there. your husband, is basically the co-race director of this thing and designed the whole course. So oh, I think we have some insider it. information. It's like another baby that our family birthed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so nice. should we start off with like what's the what does the temperature situation look like for the week end? And then that can kind of dictate... That'll orient everybody yeah, in terms I, of our decision. And I would love to hear what you guys are going to do because that's probably going to change my decision live on the air here. Oh, I love it when we can do that. Well, okay, maybe not because we don't have like the whole arc lineup of wetsuits to choose right. from. <laughs> yeah, have you guys checked out the forecast? All. Chipper's going to have them all. Um, the looks like it's going to be in the low 60s. That's what um, I saw. No, no rain forecasted. Yeah, hmm, that's unusual. I only have, yeah, no rain is unusual. So. Low sixties. Yeah, or high, high of sixty three, low of fifty three is what I saw somewhere for for that Sunday. But it's so you know still pretty far off. Ten days off from recording. Yeah, so. yeah. I will say some. There's an element in the temperature where. Like your forecasted weather is probably going to be taken from sea level and the elevation is pretty significant in how mm. it impacts the temp. Mm. Uh, both the water temp of the lakes as you get higher gets colder and then also the the temperature in general, especially if it's not sunny, which it tends not to be yeah. this time of year. So I so would you're... say plan on a little chillier than you might expect. So like 50s. I think so. Okay. Yeah, low fifty three, high sixty seven. But it's a it's a you know morning start, and then um, looks like partly yep. partly sunny, partly cloudy as of now. Humidity seventy one percent. Lovely. And wind five miles per hour, blowing from the northwest. Ah, just as I <laughs> predicted. <laughs> so we have a few different bodies of water that we're swimming in: Cascade Bay, Cascade Lake, and Mountain Lake, and Twin and Lakes. Twin lakes. Twin little lakes. baby and little twin baby lakes. Swimming. I'm sorry, I didn't even see that up there on the yeah. on the backside Tippy of the uh, Constitution. Those so, are amazing, mysterious lakes. I love those lakes. Ooh, I, I honestly, I'm getting more excited as anyway. Everyone's excited. Chipper, relax. <laughs> Cascade Bay, that's the cold one. Yeah, I think that's going to be in the high 40s, probably. It's Burr. chilly. Okay, so. Would you guys re- just straight out? Let's get some answers here. Would Annie and Burke? Would you recommend uh, taking extreme measures like putting on arm sleeves, maybe just for the swim, 
putting no. on a separate swim cap just for this swim? Like a I bonus wouldn't. swim cap? 275 meters. It's 275 meters. You get to, before you get in the water, you have a mile to run up a hill that's quite steep and then run down. So you've already got like your temperature, core temperature going from that little run. And right after you get out of the swim, you run straight uphill and it is steep. And so it's, it's early enough in the race. I think your thermoregulation is not going to be impaired. I wouldn't stress about it. I would just go into it knowing it's going to feel super refreshing and it's going to be over really soon. It's not going to suck, Chris. It's going to (laughs) be crystal clear and awesome. But I will say like, so this race, we've done this race both of the years that it's been a race and both years, Annie, we wore arm sleeves the entire the whole race. time. Yep. Um, I wouldn't do anything special for that swim, but I would. Yeah. But consider like now, it a chilly race. good to know, Brooke. But now, so this was like before, at least before I got into like cold water swimming. And now that I've had a year of swimming year round, I probably, I was thinking, Annie, I was not going to wear arm sleeves. Okay, know. let's just be clear. We haven't started to the arms Annie yet. and Brooke are doing the short course, and Chipper and Chris are doing the long course. Yes. That's yeah. true. I think for the short course, Brooke, I'm with you 100%. No matter what the weather is, I'm not wearing arm sleeves. But okay. I would consider it differently for the long course. Hmm. Yeah. I'll Basically, if there's yeah. any, like, the main factor for weather that can really throw a monkey wrench in is it's an island, so you have that kind of that maritime, like it gets socked in. Marine layer. Marine layer, like Mm -hmm. it's just damp. And as you get higher into the forest, it's like a legit cloud forest. Like there might not be moisture coming from the sky, but if it's, if there's a certain combination of weather conditions, which is a pretty common one out there on that island, there's just water dripping from all the trees. And you're like in a cloud on the upper half of constitution and picket so you get up into those altitudes at two different points during the race and it's cold and it's 71 percent humidity so yeah it's wet so i don't know it's tricky like i was certainly glad i had my arm sleeves last time we did it brooke and i I don't remember ever being hot i remember the only time i was hot was when (laughs) i forgot to take my swim cap off going up mount constitution don't do that some of the photos that I'm looking on Odyssey site, I see arm sleeves and people zipped all the way up. Mm-hmm. I don't see many people cab down going up a hill. I would say this is, and I didn't do the long course of um, Catalina, which I know a lot of people got cold on, but of the swim run races we've done this in this and in the U S I would say this is the coldest. Wouldn't you Annie? Yep. I mean, and le- and I would say your only sort of caveat to that is if it's a bluebird day and it's sun and there's not a cloud in the sky, that would affect it differently. But it's unlikely. But it that could still happen. Like it's going to happen. Maybe. Sure, sure. So should we just get into what we're thinking in terms of choices? Yeah, let's go from the ground up. Okay. Is that how we did it last time? For yeah. The, uh, okay. So. Well, Swimmer Labs, why don't you kick it off? These are your trails. What tr- what shoes are you wearing? I am wearing the Arcteryx Norvan SL, which is a lightweight trail shoe that drains really well. It's really great for swim run. I would say it's honestly the lugs are kind of minimal for the kind of traction that you might want on a day where the trails on Constitution and these yeah when the trails are wet i might not have enough traction but i'm just feeling a little cavalier about that because i love the shoes so much right nice and i am not a good shoe person to ask because (laughs) when i started swim run i bought the innovate x talon 260 and how many pairs did you get well i loved it so much that i i was worried that they would go away and so then i bought six more pairs <laughs> <laughs> okay so we know i have been working like through my innovate 260s but i love these shoes i mean they're i think they have bigger lugs than what you're they have the about. perfect lugs for these and, trails yeah i and yeah we i wore them for orcas and i loved them and 
they have great grip on slippery roots and rocks, which is plentiful on this race, especially roots. Mm -hmm. Um, They drain well. We did a drain test with them a while ago. I forget what the results were, but I remember they drained well. And yeah, and then I have a little bit of a wide foot, so they um, just, I like the feel of them. Nice. And I'm going to wear my Swiftwick Aspire (gasps) Six socks. Six. Six. Shorties. Short kind of like mid-chin. Mid-calf. Oh, mid-calf. Mid-calf. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then are you stuck you in sea dangers? What I'm wearing for socks. You know, drink, <laughs> drink, bingo at home. <laughs> bingo. But this is the perfect. I will say this is the perfect race for them because they keep your they keep your feet a little warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. How about you guys? I am going to stick with. Uh, well, the reason I tried the torrent twos out, I wanted to see if maybe because there is up and down, and I thought well, maybe the torrent two would have a little bit extra cushion. Uh, for these the elevation that we're doing, but then using them in the swim run, I wasn't impressed. So I'm going to stick with the Hoka One One Zanal that I have. Zanals. <laughs> the Zanals. <laughs> they're Zanals when Chipper uses them, and if I ever get a pair, they're going to be the Zanals. Zanals. <laughs> and then get a cease and desist from Hoka. <laughs> we are. And then uh, my foot will be uh, accompanied by the Swift Wick 12, is it? The knee highs. Aspire 12. I am going to stick with what's been working, which is the Solomon S-Lab Amphibs. Um, This is probably the last race in them because they're they're getting pretty worn. But I do have two pair waiting in the wings because I pulled a brook and I was worried that... Actually, I, I knew that they were stopped making them. So once they went on sale, I picked up a couple pair because... So I think they're great. Um, as far as socks, I'm actually not going to wear Swiftwicks for this race. I'm going to wear CEPs <gasps> oh. because they offer a little bit more compression. And um, I think I'm going to like that for running up and down the mountains. I think that's going to be good for me because that's kind of what I've been doing in training anyway when I've been running in the trails out here. So I'm going to do that. A little more love yeah. for the calves. Sorry, for what second, was the brand? They're compressive as... CEP. Oh yeah. Okay. They're super compressive on me. Mm-hmm. Maybe all my calves just more jacked. Sea snugs, I don't know. I mean the knee high sea snugs. Oh my yeah. heavens! Oh. <laughs> You'd They're come back like with just flotations. nubs on your feet, nubs on your knees. It'd be all anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so going up from so that I think. Well, no what not, there, no real contra, contra, controversy there in terms of shoes. Nothing so. controversial there. So wetsuits, what are what are people thinking? Orno X. Orno X sans sleeves. Agreed. Orno For X. the short course. I think I would bring them if I was doing the long course. Bring them but not wear them? I don't know. I would bring them to the race and I would make a game time decision looking at the weather forecast and the actual weather on race morning. And And what would be your determining factors? If it was clear as a bell and bluebird skies on race morning, I would leave them. And that's the only condition in which you'd leave them. Yeah. Okay. Would you leave them on long course? That's what she's saying. If it's clear if I was doing the long course, oh, okay. she would do no sleeves. I'm I'm gonna do the Orno X. It sounds like with the sleeves too. That's what I'm thinking. It's just when you think about it, it's not that much of a pain to just stick them in the pocket. You know? They're pretty thin sleeves yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if you, you we mentioned this last episode, but you can wrap them up like little crepes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stick them in yeah. your back pocket. They fit perfect. Or like your ones. um your bandage wrap, how they do the flat the flat fold. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wear uh, obvious. I don't know if this is obvious, but I'm definitely gonna wear the Arc Kangaroo top. Just to store a bunch of yep. stuff. I'm sure you guys will have some sort of uh, Lapa. Yeah, I'm gonna wear situation. my Lapa shirt. Kangaroo top as well for me. You're going to wear a shirt, Annie? I was I'm was. i going to wear bra. a shirt. You should wear the bra. If you have anything extra, I'll put it in my shirt. Okay. Well, I don't think we'll have a lot. I guess, yeah, same. So much teamwork already. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny. Annie's, about- talking, Annie's talking about like you guys are doing the long course. 
I know. I, I, do, I did notice this. That I'm hearing a I lot know of, it's you know, I'm just gonna wear the lap of shirt in case and, I in case force I you to, to do the long course last minute. Of, uh, yeah, I'll carry all your shit on a long course. Like 10, I'm like, what shit? We're only gonna be racing for a couple of hours. <laughs> the ten extra tutti fruity gels because uh, I know you love them so much that I'm gonna need because I'm cursing your name hiking up Mount Constitution. Yeah, just uh, you know, just when you, it's hard to curse when you got all that tutti fruity. Yeah, just stuff another one in her mouth. <laughs> um, paddles. I'm, I'm th- oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh wait. Pull oops, buoy. Sorry. Pull buoy. Oh, yeah. Keel plus. Keel plus. Keel plus. New Orza. Uh, keel. Straight up keel. Straight up But keel. I will say, this is the race that I realized the side mount sucks. The thigh mount. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Because there's some really, like, sharp little turns on, like, trail single track turns and switchbacks that my, I did the side mount the last two times I did the course. And it um, would constantly, like, nick trees as I was, like, coming downhill and, like, throw me off kilter. Sounds super annoying. If people are, if you're a side mounter, you might want to consider a back mount. If you're pull buoys, Mondo. Yes. You know. Head to the Low Tide Boys YouTube channel. There's plenty of mount option yes. videos for yeah. you, as well as to to do's and how to's about the last the practice. Mount, practice with it to. before you take my advice. For sure. Because it totally. is a different setup. For sure. Um, all right, paddles. Yep, I'm gonna bring them. Yep. <laughs> Me too. Yep. Frank, <laughs> Frank use my, mediums. I'm going to use my good old favorite synergy size yeah, small. Me too. <laughs> Pink. Pink. Nice. Me too. Nice. Man, those things have lasted so long. Like mm-hmm. since what, 2016 is when we started racing? Yeah. Yep. And those were the, pad- oh no, we didn't use paddles initially. So t- maybe 2017. 2017. And uh, they've lasted through all of training and all of racing for four years. I love it. Wow. Yeah. The best uh, 20, you know, That's 18, a good 20 dollars, 799 yeah. <laughs> I've ever spent. Yeah. Yeah. How about you guys? Paddles. Going Frank Paddles. Frank what Paddles. Size? Mediums. Mediums. Okay. I'm kind of curious about doing the larges, but I haven't trained with them. So it seems like a horrible idea to do that on race day just because there's the swimming is so, uh, compared to Casco, so much less. Yeah. But, yeah. I think those are probably can. wise words, Chris. Yeah, plan. I think stick with the mediums. It also can get not like ocean choppy, but do you remember Annie Mountain Lake mm-hmm. um, last yeah. year? That was the one I almost like puked on because of like mm-hmm. the rolling. There was like a cross oh. breeze. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, so up at the top, it can get a little windy and you can get some some chop. Before the show, we were talking about how we're, there's this one swim transition where the short course uses it as an exit and the long course uses it as an entrance. And we were hoping that the Swim Run Labs and the Low Tide Boys would cross paths right at that moment. And we could do high fives with our paddles. And I will tell you, I'm going to be super confident to high five anybody with my Synergy paddle. But I wouldn't <laughs> want to break anybody's <laughs> paddle. Diamonds cut diamonds. That's all I got to say. You're, we, would, we would like go for the high five and you guys would do, like, like pull, pull away. a quick one on like, us. You know? like, oh, too yeah, slow. Like, uh, like too, too slow. slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Up the to the goggles. I'm gonna. Uh, although I had some foggy. Yeah. Why don't you report back on the Magic Fives from Casco oh. a bit, and mm-hmm. then yeah. see how that's informed your decision for yes. this race. I mean, I think I already know what you're gonna do, but yeah. <laughs> so I they got pretty foggy on me for a couple legs, but I was also trying to abide by the instructions for maximizing your anti-fog which is don't touch the inside of the lens so i didn't apply any aftermarket anti-fog serums or elixirs to the inside of these magic five goggles um but i will be using the same goggles but it sounds like i think i'll probably i think i have one that has like a blue tint so it's not totally dark if it's going to be a little bit overcast i think i like that a little better but i am going to apply uh some anti-fog stuff to the to the insides of these because uh, other than the fog situation they they held up and they performed fine i like it yeah the fog situation seems pretty significant though 
Yeah, it was uh, it was frustrating at times. I mean, you're a little bit of a diva about it, but yeah, yeah. If, if it's if that's your <laughs> issue, it's, it'd be really annoying, right? <laughs> if, that, if that's your issue and it's you know and it's happening, so, it's yeah, super that annoying. is the worst. Is it the biggest issue in the world? Depends, right? Yeah. But, uh, if you can't see where you're going, that's pretty yeah, significant. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, I'm going with the uh, Aquasphere. What I always use the oh. Cayennes. But nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna use a polarized set. Oh, for the low light and stuff. I'm gonna go with the Roca R1s, which I always use. Those are good. Mm-hmm. And I've... I go. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Brooke. Okay, you can cut me off. What's up? <laughs> I was just gonna say, Annie. I haven't. I have. Last time I tried to get uh, the R1s, they've been sold out. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. I don't think they're. I don't think they're making any. Ro- Roca's like not a anymore. goggle company. They're, they're a sunglass they're a... company, I think. Yeah, or like prescri- they're trying to be like a Warby Parker. Like a glasses okay. company. Yes. Yeah, well, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. They're such a good goggle. Although they're such a good goggle until the nose bridge breaks, which it has on me every 11 months, just in time for me to warranty a new pair. I just hope it doesn't break during Orcus. Oh, man, I should stop talking about this right now. Uh, Brooke, are you going to okay, bring I a spare pair? I do. And I, or- I already ordered it and it already came and it's <laughs> in the back pocket. Awesome. Thanks. Better hope you don't run into Jonathan's story. He might take those goggles. He might him. need them. He might need them. <laughs> the next chain in the chain, the goggles chain letter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brooke. I'm what wearing are these my Zogs Predator Flex with um, uh, polarized. I like oh. Zogs. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say pretty non-controversial choices kind of all around. But I think this course since chippers you and i we haven't done it we've only like fantasized about doing it like it's different than casco where we've we did experience that so i felt like we could be a little bit riskier or yeah you know try things a little bit different i think for this one it's all about just not doing anything really incredibly stupid and (laughs) like orno x or something that you're going to make sure you're at least going to be warm yeah um to me, seems like the safest thing that anybody could do for a race like this. Yeah. So, so Chris, let me ask you this: you're, you're not bringing your vig just in case it's a bluebird sunny day. Oh, I'm bringing it because it weighs <laughs> like ten grams. So and and because you think that there is a slight possibility you might race in it. I think there's like a five percent possibility I would race in the vig. Okay. <sighs> but that's it. Uh, I have a very nervous smile on my face right now. <laughs> I can feel Annie's tension. <laughs> I, I I forgot to say, I think I am going to get the one-use, single-use little disposable earplugs for that first one, I think. I don't usually, we had a, I know we had a whole segment on earplugs earlier in the show, but I never wear them because for me, it's like, I don't, I want to just race with. Right. And this is not yeah. an issue. Yeah, it's just not an issue for me. I do sometimes get a little dizzy coming out, but I feel like I'm like, okay, if I can train how to function for the little transition for this, should be fine. But the cold water, uh, you know, I guess it's like, it's a little inconvenience, like 10 seconds of an earplug for uh, playing it safe, I guess is the best way. To put I think it. that's a good call. And then yeah. you can just stuff them in your pocket and never see them again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a there's an aid station right after there, right? So, I'll just except one of the there. rules of swim run is you have to finish with everything you start with, equipment wise. That's true. Even if it's trash, you can't drop trash at the. Oh, I guess I guess it is equipment. Yeah. I think no, calling uh, an earplug that you use trash is subjective. Yeah, and it's and it's saving you. Yeah, it's saving you from dizziness. It's not trash. Just yeah. from you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, okay, I was so just thinking. Oh, I'm only going to use them once. It's like a gel. It's like. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll oh, get that's disposable a good point. ones. Oh, then. tricky. Yep. Um, we'll have to talk to legal counsel race about director that. Yeah. Yeah, Brent. It sounds like I need to get my lawyer involved. <laughs> Chris, how should I handle this? <laughs> Chris, do you have the, the Surfiers 3.0? Yes. Okay. Oh, man, are you shopping right now, Brooke? Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Do you have like a referral code to give them, Chris? I do. To get five dollars off your next pair. I should, but I don't. <laughs> you just sold three pairs of Surfiers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, I think you're pretty right on it. It's like don't Whoa, don't try bucks. anything fancy, and consider the fact that it might be kind of chilly and it's hard. You know, you'll probably be all right with your gear setup. Yeah, 
Can I yeah. have a little aside about something I've thought a lot about for this course yeah, that does please. kind of have to do with gear, which is the cliff jump? Um, oh, yes. Oh. So Great I've call. been fortunate enough to go out a couple of times to Orcus this sort of summer, the last couple of months. And every time I go out, I put my swim run kit on and I do a swim run and I get to the cliff jump and I try to figure out what the optimal sequencing is for your transition off a cliff jump. You mean so that you're not standing at the edge of the cliff like we <laughs> going, were going, oh my God, oh my God, my gear. Ah. And- <laughs> <laughs> where do you put the pool buoy? Where are you putting yeah. the pool buoy? Are you if you want to see buoy? what Brooke and I did last time, it's actually immortalized in the Odyssey Orcus hype video from 2019 of us just like getting to the edge of the cliff and me being like, wait, 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 what do I do with my pool buoy? Whoa, hold on. <laughs> Which is me. I Anyway, so I've spent some time in sessioning this, this cliff jump. And I think I have a pearl of wisdom to share that minimizes the yard sale. But before I go, I'm curious to hear if the low tide boys can just help save me the trouble. What well, I mean, think? we definitely have a system. What's your system? Yeah. Well, when we break the law in San Francisco and jump off the pier, we, we don't do it every time. The like statute of limitations has expired since the last time we've done this. <laughs> yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't think any any of our listeners are going to rat us out either. Um, yeah. So we think it's either hold on to your goggles on your face, um, yes. have the pull buoy between your legs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And jump in with arms out. Arms out. Yeah, one arm out and one kind of like holding, uh, like holding your face to make sure your goggles don't fly off. Yeah. So wait, wait, so you you have your holding your goggles like you would scuba diving, kind of. Yeah. And then your other arm is just out. I mean, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that was like a specific thing, thing, like paddle, so you could like break the surface area or something. Yeah. (laughs) No. So you can dislocate your shoulder. Yeah. (laughs) You. Do you have your paddle on and just like smushed up against your goggles in your face? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I did figure that one out. I had this issue where I didn't feel like I could properly jump with my pull buoy between my legs. Do you do a two-footed takeoff? Um, it's like a bunny hop. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like, I mean, off, when we do it off the bridge, it's kind of like you go with you like push off you with one leg, step. but you're kind of, you're kind of like holding. Yeah. You're squeezing your buoy kind of in place. Like, you know, in basketball where you're doing it in between the legs bounce pass to yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. similar to that. Like you have one hand holding the buoy in and then you take a step ah. with the other one. You yeah. hold it oh. in. All right. I got you. So yeah. You're placing the buoy between your legs as you're jumping off. Well, it's kind of it's already kind of there, like there, but you're just, you're just you making just sure it doesn't fly it out. Can I can I just suggest something? It would be super impressive if you ran off the cliff, did a one foot jump, and then shoved the boot between <laughs> your legs mid air, like the Harlem Globetrotters when they leap yeah. and pass to someone yeah, underneath when you made their your legs. Basket, yeah. When you made your basketball reference, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, I know what I'm going to be doing the Saturday before the race. I'm going to be continuing to practice my cliff jump sequence because the thing that would happen. Yes, please come. That'd be great. Um, The thing that would happen to me is I would feel like I couldn't jump properly with the thing in between my legs and I'd hit the water and it would pop up and just like, and then, so then I just kept it around my waist and then I would hit the water and it would pop up and it would actually become a hat on my head underwater Mm -hmm. that kind of felt like it was trying to keep me underwater. And so the solution that I came up with that I'm super stoked about, but I'm going to have to retest it. Saturday before the race is sticking my pool buoy in my armpit like a pocketbook and then leaping off. And then I have, I know exactly where it is. It's in my armpit and I can just quickly swoop it between my legs and start swimming. You know what? I don't hate that. I like that idea. Not a bad idea. Like Cause it wedges in there really well. And, and how, it kind of like buoys you back up. So you yeah. Don't without giving you a big whack in the crotch. Yeah. And uh, you don't how, have the how leg big, mount how big is that cliff jump? Like how many feet? It's not 25. huge. 80. <laughs> Just 80. <laughs> 80. It's like a big thing no, of bridge. No, it's not big. It's not. I would say it's probably less than what your guys' pier is. Maybe so 10. Like less than 10. 10 or 10 12 or, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So it's not something where, yeah, if you have it under your armpit, like you have a keel plus, which is just so much noise. Yeah. It's not going to like, dislocate your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Cool. No, Although, Annie, have you tested it with a keel plus? Because you've been using I wouldn't think of it. No, you've been using the um, 
Kill Plus is not an Annie buoy. The Orza, right? Yeah. I think yeah. it would be okay with the keel because you can really just like chicken wing it in. Like, well, guys, why don't we just meet up on Saturday and we'll do a free practice our clip Well, funny you should say that because this is in the works. So this is whoever's listening to this is getting an exclusive right now. Oh, we yeah, should have an we're event. We're planning uh, low tide boys slash wild swim run slash arc sports shakeout mini swim run on Saturday of that race. So like meeting at 10 a.m. and just kind of running the Cascade Lake, doing a little bit of swimming, maybe a cliff jump or two and run back. And um, get a fika after. Yeah. So it's going to be like a fika shakeout situation, but we're oh, still great. working all the details, but it's looking like that's going to happen. So yeah, that'll be a perfect opportunity for... Sweet. Let's do it. Get together and do that. Yay. Well, we'll see you two on the long course. <laughs> Awesome. See you there. I'm going to put, I'm going to stuff Brooke in the pocket of my Lapa shirt. She's Great. I would me. love to ride in the pocket of your Lapa shirt. <laughs> I have no objections to riding in the pocket of your Lapa shirt for a long course. Um, what about swim caps, guys? Mm, just one. Just the one. Just the regular. Yeah. Just regular. Probably might, sounds like you might leave it on a little bit more. Yep. A couple of bonus hair ties, wrangle the flow. So I wore my I wore my um, TYR thermo one oh. years hmm. ago. Just you know, I might I might bring it. That's one some, that's something that you could stash in the back of the wetsuit. That's what I did at Casco. I mean, I just carried that thing the whole race. You look like a genius pulling that out if you're cold and you're like, oh, actually, I got this cat back here. <laughs> Damn, good call, sir. But I also never. Maybe I just run a little cold. Yeah. Because I never take my swim cap off. Mm. Yeah, that's not us. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did us. the whole race with that, with the thermal and the race cap on. And it was just fine. Wow. But cozy, toasty, toasty and cozy. Yeah, I like to be cozy on my swim runs. <laughs> yeah, with those socks, we know. In the pocket yeah, of my shirt. <laughs> my sloshy Super socks cozy. and my <laughs> thermal swim cap. All right, so 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 we done uh, it. Yeah, so to close it out, this is a race where you want to be cozy in your yep. swimmer gear. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I have one more thing. Can we talk real quick about nutrition? Like, what are you guys carrying for uh, hydration? Oh yeah, and yeah, it's a good call. I'm just not going to take anything. I'm just going to go for it. Not even a collapsible cup. No, just kidding. No, I'm <laughs> my my plan. <laughs> my plan is is uh. I don't know. I don't know if I should share it, but essentially I enjoy the precision hydration gels so much that my plan is to bring my normal assortment of gels. If I can't confirm that those gels are going to be out on the course, if they are going to be out on the course, then I, the first aid station where they have them, I'm going to go shopping and I'm just going to grab like four <laughs> of them and use those for the rest of the race kind of thing. Brilliant. Um, otherwise yeah. I will, you know, just stick to my usual, try to do isotonic stuff and, Drink as much precision hydration as I can get down. Yeah, I had success with the Martins. I had a hundred, hundred calf, which is their caffeine one. I think it has a hundred milligrams of caffeine, Oof. and I popped that one at. I'm a I'm heavy caffeine user, by the way. On Shabig, right? On Shabig, and I think that really helped until it ran out at the aid <laughs> station before we win the mucks. Um, but. I'm going to bring one or two of those. And I've also been enjoying the spring energy. Uh, they have a couple ones that are 250 calories, some with caffeine, some without, and then a couple hundred calorie ones, a uh, Canterbury, which is a nice, like strawberry smoothie tasting one. And then they have one called awesome sauce, which tastes just like applesauce, cinnamon applesauce. Mm. It's, Yummers. it's delightful like it. and 180 calories or something for that one. So I'll oh, bring man. a couple of these tasty awesome. treats. But also, like Chris, I love me the precision hydration gels. I'm, I'm probably going to snag a couple of those because they were so delightful. And precision hydration on course. Of course. Yep. I'm going to do precision hydration. What? Love that what about stuff. my tutti frutti? Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to drink precision hydration. Oh, okay. And I'm going to recommend that you do too. And I'm going to bring you 25 tutti frutti science and sport gels. In my Lapa shirt, where you're also going to be sitting. <laughs> and you and have I'm to take bring, them all because they're going to expire soon. So I'm going to bring strawberry, salted strawberry science and sports gels because those have caffeine. 
I'm also going to eat precision hydration. Wait, yeah, precision hydration gels. Those are the ones, if they are going to be on course, I agree. I could be fine. Just Do we not know those. what's going to be yeah, on course? Yeah, could you find I'm out for pretty us? Sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's it's. The Why don't you as... look in your garage right now, Annie? I know. We did just get a lot of boxes <laughs> on our porch. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that it is precision hydration drink and gels again in this race, but nice. not 100%. Love it. Yeah. There you have it. No stone unturned. Oh, and of nope. course, PB&Js if they're there. I can't really do anything without one of those. Oh, I'll yeah. have one of those. Maybe we'll meet you guys at an aid station. We'll just, just have, have a little chat. PBJ. And out. Have a yeah, little chat I mean, yeah. Chip and I will just be chatting and eating away, and you and Chris will be tugging us pulling you to continue on the course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll be, uh, they'll be, uh, our partners will be uh, fashioning uh, nooses. Uh, no, we never. We'll, we'll, we'll like secretly just be untethering ourselves. Yeah, you guys, yeah, and like, just tethering, tethering to each other. Tethering oh. to each other. <laughs> hey, where did Chris and Danny go? Oh, they. <laughs> They already finished and the just race. As you're as you're running off, just yell partner swap, partner swap. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll know. Then we'll know what's up. Oh, oh it would be it. so sweet if we could dovetail down the mountain to the finish. That's a goal. Hashtag goal. Okay. You never well, know. But we'll see everybody out there. So excited. So stoked. So excited. LFG. Yes. Looking forward to it. Bye bye. Bye. Free falls. Oh my gosh. Free falls. Free falling. Yeah, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gear Talk with the Swim Run Labs. You can learn more about all things Swim Run at swimrunlabs.com. If you have any questions or requests for us to review on the show, send us an email at lowtideboys with a Z at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this and your other podcast and leave a review if you're so inclined. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music and, of course, Annie and Brooke for sharing their wealth of knowledge with us. We'd like to give a huge shout out to our wives for letting us do this sort of stuff. And until next time, be sure to go out there and go for a swim. And then a run. And then another swim. And then a run. Might as well throw another swim on there. And a run. And then just keep going. (laughs) Okay. Don't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. (laughs) 